Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. It's January 5th, 2024. First Friday of the new year. Hope you're having a great start to that first Friday of the new year. Very cold outside, but happy Friday all the same. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome in, everybody. Nick Roush, how are you? Oh, yeah. It's a little bit chilly. A little bit chilly in my uh, office right now. Very chilly, but um, we're fired up, ready to rock and roll. How was your Thursday, Mister Sports Soccer? It was it was good, productive, busy work day, which is always a, a good thing, and nothing nothing really too crazy. We started a new show last night just because our all of our garbage reality TV shows are kind of coming down to an end or have ended already, uh, and now I forget the the name of the show. So Ooh. let me. Yeah, that good, huh? No, it's just show names. When you're getting into it, it's you can, easy to forget. I'll get it to you in just one. The After Party on Apple TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got, uh, what's his name? John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. That one guy who's like super elaborate and extra and whatnot. Oh, I know him. Yeah. And then it's got... Uh, the, the guy from the Detroiter, Sam Richardson, who I just think is absolutely hilarious. He was also in a bunch of other stuff as well. But uh, it was good. we've watched two episodes. It's a comedy. It, it's good. It's good. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I think like 30 to 40 minute episodes. But the after party, it was funny. I, I mean, I laughed multiple times. So that's that's a good thing for a comedy show, I think. So that's all we did. I, I flipped around to a couple different basketball games. It seems like the real action was in the NBA last night. I didn't watch any NBA games. We watched a little college basketball, but not a lot. And that was my Thursday, Nick Roush. Thanks for asking. How was yours? Um, I, I'm just beaming with uh, the feeling of accomplishment because I am not a handy person, but I did something relatively handy last night. It's, it's got to be one of the best gifts I've ever given my wife, which was just she was uh, out at her volleyball league, and I unprompted um, unclogged our sink, which it, it was it was doing the thing where it wasn't clogged really. And I, let's just put it this way: I'm very I'm the least handy person ever. Now, if given guidance, if holding, you know, I I, I am a good set of hands, but you kind of got to hold my hand through it, right, to to be able to do something. Well, this sink of ours is just. 
it's the bathroom sink. You know, it clogs up pretty frequently. I've got um, a snake tool that you can stick on the end of a drill bit, but like it only, it's only so effective, right? I, I needed to just take the stopper out and just see what the hell's going on down there. But it's not just the easy push the stopper down, pull it back up. I got to get under the sink and mess with some stuff, right? And I, I just, I felt so proud of myself that I looked it up on on the internet. I unscrewed some things under the sink, pulled it out. It was disgusting. Cleaned it all up. It was it was ready to rock and roll. Then when I went to put it back together, it was a little bit, it's a little bit more complicated on that end. And you know, there's there, there was some like, wait, this wasn't here last time. Um, but you know what? It, it it I I didn't get frustrated. I just like kept finagling it and messing around until I got it done and the job was done by the time the wife got home. So I just I was like. Yeah, woo! We did it. We did something. We That's did exciting. It. You know, it's always nice to feel accomplished with those sort of things. So good. Happy to hear it. Our producer, he's the best in all of radio across the entire country. It's Justin Kalen. Justin, how are you? I am good. I'm pumped up. It's Friday. Um, Thursday was pretty good. I went to Midway, called those two games, was home by 6.30 or so. So Two wins? Got plenty plenty of sleep. No, not two wins. Not not two wins at all. Although they were both really good games, so that's really all I could ask for. Midway men actually were down 16 points with 10 minutes left in the first half and cut it to two before halftime. Then with like eight minutes left, they were leading by six. They're playing a team that was undefeated, and they, oh. they end up losing by 22. So, yeah, oh. the end of that game, not very fun. But, no, it was, it was a great day. I, I got to drive home. The whole drive home, I, it was all Rutherford because it was, I mean, it was from five to six. So, I got to listen to Rutherford the whole time home. Beautiful sunset last night. So, yeah, it was all good. I was very appreciative of the drive from Midway home last night. Oh, well, nice. It's yeah. the little things in life. Exactly. I also appreciate a pretty sunset. In the winter, you get the the prettiest, in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's when the sky looks like it's on fire, low, not that high in the sky what, and whatnot. Good stuff. Uh, what'd you do when you got home? 6.30 to whatever time you passed out. That sounds like a lot of time for activity. What, what'd yeah, you get into? I got home and Gil was watching, I don't know, some, some trash tea. Oh, he started freaking Grey's Anatomy yesterday. So oh, I've God. got Gil seems like a pretty complicated cat. He seems like there's a lot of layers to Gil. Well, so he's he knocks out TV shows pretty quickly. If he starts a series and it's like, say, three episodes, I mean, he'll have that done in a week or two. So I don't know how many seasons of Grey's Anatomy there are, but oh, I know I know I've there's got so a many. lot of Grey's Anatomy in my life coming up. Like I, I've watched Grey's Anatomy with my high school girlfriend, like fifteen years ago, and she could binge watch it then. Like I don't what, it's just a, it's a soap opera. But and, to, between you uh, and I, between you all and I, I think he's just watching it for Catherine Hagel. Oh well, she she gets run off out of there before too. Oh, long. maybe he'll quit yeah. watching then after she's gone. <laughs> yeah, Who but knows? no other other than that, I I sat down, I played a couple baseball games on the PlayStation. Didn't didn't really do much. Didn't check out any sports. I was very very checked out of sports last night after my games. Well, good. It's, I'm glad that uh, you just relaxed and yeah. chilled a little bit. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. And uh, I didn't pass out. I went to sleep. That's well, rare. Good. That's also rare. 
Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> good. Well, good. Everybody's doing well here on the Kentucky Roll Call side of things. We hope you are doing well wherever you're listening, whether live on 96.1 FM or 1450 AM or on the TuneIn radio stream, which I've moved all my radio shows over to TuneIn. It's so much better, so much less advertisement. I've also noticed that like the lag is not as long. Sometimes I'll be like listening on iHeart. I do think you can get the Kentucky Roll Call podcast on iHeart, but I don't think you can stream us live on iHeart. Regardless, highly recommend tune in for your live streaming. Unless you, you know, there, there's not, whatever works for you, go ahead and do. Although, what's that background noise there, Ralph? Sorry? Did you hear that, Ralph? Our scooch? I did, yeah. Did you have a video playing or something, Ralph? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. I did it in the background. Yeah. Well, that'd probably be a good thing to not have going on. Right. I thought you were promoting tune in. So I was like, oh, let's see if I can get in this eight second clip of Tom Brady. <laughs> it's like, all right, he, he's, he's doing his promoting thing. We're speaking of promoting things. Text him in the phone's text line, 502 414 Yeah, we have a radio show. You'll find a way to listen to it. You'll find a way, one way or another. We yeah. have the Thornton's text line. We like to get to the morning grab and go texters. Those are the texters that text in, in the first segment because it's early and don't we know it. Uh, one texter says, Nick's mic is muffled this morning. Good first text. Well, I tried testing with Scoots, and he just kept giving me thumbs down before the show. So I don't, I didn't really know what that meant. I, I, was, I think you sound all right, but maybe take your hoodie off. I don't think that's helping anything. Well, it's cold. I, I just, I, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to help it. But like, I'm talking into a microphone, so. Well, I thought I felt like I was hearing stuff ruffle around, but maybe that was just something with your hands. I don't care. You know, dude, as long as you're happy, I think you sound all right. You know what? You look all right, too, buddy. And actually, Scoots, I'll... Does this microphone work? Can you hear me well? Uh, yeah, that sounds way it? better. Exactly, as it should. I thought that was the microphone I was using. So now, no more muffles. There we no go. No more muffles. Yeah, that sounds way Boom. better. Yeah, like, remember when I tried to test with Scoots before the show and he just kept doing thumbs down? Yeah, I, did, I didn't want it to go over the commercials. I'm, I'm not versed on... Making sure that our sound's not going oh, over the well, air. Who cares? Yeah. You know? what's, hey, Scoots, what's worse, hearing Roush's voice over a commercial or having our award-winning radio show start off like this? Hearing Roush's yeah. voice over a commercial. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, we get paid big bucks to sound perfect when we get on the air, and we have to do this uh, micromanaging here. People lose interest. I actually think you sound worse, Roush, for what it's worth. But I, I, I can, you know, you, you, you sound all right. You're more well, quiet. I, I, look, I look bad. <laughs> that's one thing we you look all... fine although like you're indoors but you're definitely not dressed like you're indoors you have well, some windows open not, my office isn't um inside it's like a sunroom so you know Ooh, i'll be sure to tell the appraiser not to count it in the gla okay there you yeah. go yeah there goes the value of your house buddy kiss it goodbye another texture says has gil watched er yet um <laughs> i don't recall er i know he's watched the good doctor <laughs> oh man i f first off show just punt that show's name to hell. The Good Doctor. I mean, <laughs> what? You know, or do we think doctors are bad now? Like, what, what, what the hell? <laughs> uh, I've never got into any like medical, really, any doctor, medical, cop show. Even I guess you could say like uh, those HBO shows were kind of cop shows. True detectives, detective. true detectives, like a yeah. cop show, I guess, if you will. But like. None of the cable network shows. I watched uh, a good amount of Law and Order SVU when I was bored in college, but that was that was about it. 
that 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 was my only kind of formulaic show that I ever spent time watching. I feel like every girl that I've ever talked to, whether like romantically or just friends wise, they watch SVU. Like every, I've never known a girl that hasn't watched those, what they call in the business, murder porn shows. Yeah, I, and I, I think there's even a, a subgenre that's even more like that, TJ, that's on like uh, A&E or, you know, cable network instead of just your basic broadcast, uh, formulaic, CSI, Law and Order. I, I just think it's remarkable that how long those shows can stay on. Like uh, you people like your comfort food, uh, blue bloods, Tom Selleck's just cash and ticket, just ca- cash and checks because old people love Tom Selleck. No matter what, he's going to be the NYPD commissioner. It's going to be wholesome. You've got like a, a Wahlberg brother in it. My in-laws that every, every Friday blue bloods just, it's, it's wild. I agree with you. A lot of these shows like the equalizer, who the hell is watching the equalizer? I feel like every time I finish watching Jeopardy, they're like this week on the equalizer, and, Queen Latifah jumps out of a helicopter. It's like, I doubt it. I that, doubt it. That's a show in particular too, right? I don't know who it's made for. <laughs> yeah. Same. You know, you're like, what's, what's the, what's the target audience here? And then the other show that always seems to come on after I'm watching Jeopardy is that one where it's like the white neighbor and then they have the black neighbor and the white oh, neighbor yeah. is really, really goofy and it's says a, all the silly things. Schmidt from uh, New Girl is with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, I forget yeah. what the name like, I think the, the show maybe is called Neighbor. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Those two shows always come on. I'm just like, and then they'll be on for like five minutes while I'm doing dishes or doing whatever. And uh, they're bad. They're not good shows. Oh, so I don't know who's watching them. The, the latter is like... Whew, the the neighborhood one, the, just some of the jokes for just the safe sitcoms now are just oh, so, so yeah, uh, and, and the laugh track is just like so over the top that it's like what that was that was the joke. Was, uh, that being said, that though, I watch I watch a lot of garbage TV. I can't judge if you find it entertaining. Sure. That's great. I just I don't know how, but like you know, I watch Big Brother, Amazing Race, Survivor. People think that stuff's total garbage. <laughs> so I ain't judging. I'm I'm right there oh, with you. Oh man, there was somebody on uh, KS board. We have a Survivor thread where you know it's it's usually just like five or six of us just chatting about Survivor after each episode. And after this year's finale, this this guy just like basically was like, "You all are idiots. Why would you waste your time watching this show? Don't you know like this isn't reality TV? It's like yeah, man, like we we know it's garbage. We love it though. Like." Uh, that's why we like it, right? Because it's it's not like reality TV as we know it. It's it's kind of like watching wrestling. You know that there's a it's it, it's all for entertainment. It's it's for the bit. There's stuff there, so we're not gonna. Yeah, still don't mean I can't enjoy it. Speaking of wrestling, I'm also I'm not a big wrestling guy either. But again, I, it has a huge audience. I'm not here to judge. Speaking of wrestling, The Rock came back this week, and that Rock, was yeah. thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was that Saturday night? Everybody's freaking out about that. Monday night. Monday night yeah. Or Monday during night. the playoff games. Because yeah. there was like a timeline fight over the Rock versus uh, college football playoff. Which I did I did see a Rock. I don't know if it was from him or somebody was just quoting him, but it was like, I, I don't, you know, I want to make meaningful movies. I want to tell human stories of emotion and struggle and all that stuff. He's like, I don't want to just do box office movies anymore. I want to make like meaningful movies. And somebody quote tweeted and said, buddy, we just want to see you wa- wrestle dinosaurs. 
<laughs> but I guess coming to a movie theater near you, The Rock getting deep. Oh. Neat. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Text on in and morning grab and go texter says Scooch, unless you're fornicating with the person holding the remote, there's no reason you have to watch that crap. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and that's why I put on my baseball game. I don't, I didn't really pay attention to it. It was just on. He, that's the thing. Our our main TV is his TV. So if he's doing whatever he wants to do, watching TV, playing video games, whatever, it's it's not really my place to tell him. Hey, we this is our TV because it's really his TV. Yeah, but you you basically have a common law of marriage, isn't? <laughs> What's yours, ours? I'll and tell ours I'll tell yours. him that today. So do you have two TVs in the same room, or did you go we into do. your room? Yeah, no, we have okay. two TVs. And then we've got a, in our man room, we've got another TV. Your man room? Which we wow. haven't set up yet. Is it different than the woman room? We have, we, we've lived in this house for, what, 13 months now, and still haven't set up the man room. Real did, embarrassing. Do you think it's kind of weird, Roush, we've never been invited over to Scoot's place? We've known this dude for years and years. We spend two hours every day with him. Well, that's because you all don't want to come to Indiana. That's not my problem. Says, it's your all's. Says who? I do appraisals in Indiana all the time. Well, you're more than welcome to stop by. Yeah, well, now, after I invited myself. <laughs> I also love that I want, we I want know. To check, I want to check out the, the, the bachelor pad. Come on I, by know, anytime. Anytime. Come you, on by. Do you have, like, posters on the wall? Um, like, like, hot chicks? No. Ooh, the shower. The I have, shower a, I have a Chicago Bulls <laughs> picture. A poster yeah, on the wall. Awesome. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Roush, thinking back to like our college setups and whatnot. I mean, everybody does it, so I oh. guess we. But like you know, bringing a love interest back home and having like the Rupp Arena banners that maybe like a seven-year-old would have over their bed <laughs> over like a twenty-two-year-old's bed. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I had the. Uh, a couple of my more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More uh, revered pieces. I had a one of the Kentucky ice hockey uh, posters. I think it was Laura Bell Bundy. I had that. I had uh, the, the, the silliest one was, it was the Anthony Davis poster with his arms over the basketballs, except it wasn't the actual one. It was uh, blown up and then... For whatever reason, over the basketball, somebody had photoshopped Bob Knight's head on them. It, it was very silly, and it said, like, suck it, Bob Knight. And it was just this enormous banner. It was, like, eight feet long, and uh, I still got it somewhere. I was like, I can't I can't get rid of this thing. It's so stupid, but I love it. So That is funny. I, I would like to see a picture of that if you ever do find it again. Remember to 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 post it on Twitter or something. Uh, we had the we had a we had a cutout of the painting celebration and wedding crashers that always got a hit from, from like people coming over and whatnot. <laughs> the painting, the top. Yeah. The painting. I'll tell you, uh, the painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. It's violent and sexual. <laughs> wedding crashers. Great movie. Oh, that is great. Uh, have us over for, have us over one day. Yeah. You're, you're more than welcome. Speaking of TJ, you brought up posting on online. I really wanted to post your conversation with Mike Rutherford. They've, we've got, for people that don't know, we've got like a little notepad in the studio, and it's the cutest thing. TJ and Michael writing, write each other notes back and forth, but the one that started the new year was absolutely hilarious. I made Ralph read it yesterday. We had a good laugh. 
Oh, especially because they were one lines at a time. You know, it's pretty funny. Or you know, I, I get in at seven and write him a note, and then he'll usually leave me something that I'll I'll read the next morning. Uh, but but yeah, and it's also I think the funny thing is, is sometimes you can't even tell our handwriting apart. Oh no, it's the well, identical. It's, it's both chicken scratch. Both yeah. are not only are both bad, but they're almost like they they look alike. They you really know? Like, do. Yeah. There's different type of chicken scratch, but this one looks very similar to one another. So if I ever need to forge a Rutherford letter, this is huge news. <laughs> What would that be for? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We I need are, to go over know. there and see if he responded to your comment from yesterday. My comment yesterday, I didn't have much to say. Yeah, I, no, it was no, it was the perfect response though. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I said like, hey, I, I think I said Happy New Year. Uh -huh. He said Happy New Year back. I said 2024 feels a lot like 2023 so far. He said I something along the lines of like I disagree. Trevor said that he's going to start wearing suspenders. What are they? Suspenders. <laughs> Folks, Trevor Kelsey's not going to start wearing suspenders. <laughs> Come on. I mean, that, that would require effort. It would. It would. Like, that's yeah. not sweatpants in a hoodie. He ain't, right. he ain't putting on suspenders, Mike Rutherford. How many times are you going to let Trevor let you down? I've, um... <laughs> but your response of woe was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just responded back and just said, oh, whoa. Yeah. I've uh, I've worn suspenders a time or two, and they're, um, they're nice. I, I enjoy them. We've got a pair. A uh, texter on the – I've never worn suspenders. I wouldn't be against it. I don't think I've ever worn a cowboy hat, seriously. I don't think I've ever worn cowboy boots, seriously. Um, definitely have not worn suspenders. Cowboy boots are great. Um, cowboy hat, that can be a little bit more challenging to pull off in some serious manner. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, LOL, TJ's nightly routine of Jeopardy and then being amazed at how horrible the following TV shows is basically my life. Hardcore party life in our 30s, am I right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's this chapter of life, and I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, do you want to know the final Jeopardy question or, or answer for last night? Oh, uh, lay it on us. Let's see if Scoots knows. Historic Americans is the category. Nope. Okay. They went their separate ways in 1806 and both became territorial governors, one in upper Louisiana and the other of Missouri. Yeah, very easy. Mm -mm. Scoots? Got nothing. Who are Lewis and Clark? Oh. Rouse is right. Boom. I should have just said yeah. the only pair I knew. Yeah. yeah and, um, the the one in Missouri, like there, there's, a, there's a lot of lineage there which I believe was Clark. And um, what's funny is I'm pretty sure he, he, it was his grandson that founded Churchill Downs, his grandson or great-grandson, mm -hmm. and whose name was Meriwether Lewis Clark, which that, that always was like, wait, so is it Lewis or is it Clark? Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> there's the final Jeopardy question. Yeah, it's also topical to Kentucky and Louisville because there's parks and all that stuff, and it started right here. Clarksville, yeah. Which another thing about Scoots is, as we know, Scoots lives in Indiana. Yeah. Scoots could be in uh, Indy, and for all I know, same. Know? He could be in New Albany. He could be in Clarksville. He could be in Pekin. Uh, he could be in Jeff. I have no idea where you live. That's that's on you all then for not listening because I've said it multiple times. I live in Sellersburg. Which yeah. like Sellersburg is like a no like that's like a that doesn't exist on the map, right? It's just like no what? man's land. No, it's Sellersburg's pretty sizable. Uh, yeah, but like that's just a part of n nobody goes to Sellersburg unless you live there. Uh, actually, matter of fact, a lot of people have to go through Sellersburg to get home. I think Hamburg's the better city between the two. 
Okay. I've always oh. thought Hamburg has a lot more going for it than Sellersburg. Do you agree? Uh, it more closely resembles my German heritage. <clears throat> I'd agree to that. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Sellersburg. <laughs> Hamburg's tiny. <laughs> yeah. Another grab-and-go texture said, oh, it's local John. Hey, John here. TGIF Friday, my friends. Good morning to all. Wow, the basketball was exciting last night. The Lady Cats beat the Hogs. Petty had a great game with 22 points and 19 rebounds in the NBA. Jokic hit a beautiful game winner against the Warriors, and now it's time for Cal and company to go crazy against the Gators. I have the Cats winning by 12. Hey, TJ and crew, do you put a future on the Cats to win the national championships? And if so, what did you get it at? I got it at plus 1,800. Well, got to go. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Yeah, I think I'm a sucker in, like, in the preseason got it at like plus 1,400 or something. My friend the other day said he got it at plus 2,100. I don't know what book or site he got that on. And he's a UL fan. He was like, I just think it's good value. think you'll have a chance to win it. Don't know if you will or won't, but figured I'd throw some money on it. And, yeah, congrats to the women's basketball team getting a big SEC win last yeah. night. I think this Love team is it. not very good, but I enjoy wins a lot more than losses. So congrats to them. Over 500, the eight and seven. Yeah. Now four and one at Rupp too. So let's go. Maybe maybe they can rattle up. Maybe they can get to five hundred in SEC play. I would be surprised, but I wouldn't wouldn't hate it one bit. Um, another texter says framed or tacked up bowl picture poster. Yeah, that's a good question. Is it framed or do you just have it kind of like with you know a tape or tax? Uh, what do you all think? Uh, I would tax. think ta- tape or tax. Yeah, tax. Okay, good, yeah. perfect, even yeah. better. That's, that's Ooh, the I, way to... Another one of my prized possessions was uh, the Andre Woodson, or not Andre Woodson, uh, Matt Roark getting carried off the field uh, poster um, after beating Tennessee. I thought, actually, it's not up. I need to get that Need to get that changed. Yeah, that, was a, that was a great one. I, don't, I also don't know how I missed the game where we, the actual Anthony Davis posters got passed out. That's, that's, it's disappointing that I don't have that. I was there, but like I remember, I remember that time as a student at UK. You got your poster, and it seemed like half of your friends were like, "I'm saving this. I'm going to get it framed." And then the other half, like, it, they accidentally got ripped on the way home, or they kind of got crumbled up a little bit on the right, way home, or they just like posted, you know, the living room at the college house, and then just over the year, you know, stuff would happen to it. Or, uh, but I, I don't have mine. I never got mine framed, and I don't know whatever happened to it uh but i do have a, my, my roommate got his framed he still has his does uh does anyone still have their big blue construction hats that uh, kinsey and she'll never give it to us but is is anybody else do they still exist because that was the, that was some drama people forget the construction hat drama of was it 2021 yeah that is hilarious that like they were like what do we give away to fans what if we gave them construction helmets and they were blue who doesn't want to wear that during a game it's comfortable to me uh we wanted one nobody ever gave us one a text they says, were like legit hard hats too not just the oh yeah, yeah. cheap plastic ones that like a kid would get the wife and i had a good run with gray's anatomy it's decent and then my dad used to watch nypd blue back in the day Ooh. it was entertaining enough when i was a teen and didn't have cable yeah that's what i also think roush is that some of these people that watch these shows they just don't realize what else is out there it's just they're used to, like, I got Wheel of Fortune, then I got Jeopardy, then I've got the Equalizer. I just keep it on CBS all day long. And they don't realize that, like, oh, you know, get your get your kid's Netflix account. Or you, you can get some yeah. good shows on Apple TV and stuff like that. I, I think it's just they don't realize their well, options. It's and the so same, they stick to what they know. 
sometimes I just want to I, I want the TV guide to choose what I want to watch. I don't want to have to go browse and choose what I want to watch because sometimes that can be overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff on the streamers. My dad, he almost exclusively watches Leave It to Beaver or Gunsmoke <laughs> or what's that other show that I bought him that little bobblehead for? Swaguli. Swaguli. He watches these oldest shows. And like, again, Leave It to Beaver is a classic. I've heard about Gunsmoke my entire life. Um, the Swaguli one, I don't know where the hell that one came from. That one's weird. Uh, it's old, but it's weird. And the only like recent shows he watches is Pawn Stars, which isn't recent. And then the like the Moonshiners, he likes the Moonshiners show, which I've actually never watched that one. But that's the extent of Terry Senior's TV watching. Moonshiners is pretty good. Yeah. Their country is all get out. Hey, let's go backwoods where bird is up. They were down in like Pigeon Forge or uh, Gatlinburg or somewhere, I guess, where their headquarters. And my, like my dad said, they just went into their store or whatever. And they like went into the back office and asked for them, and one of them was actually there. Really, I was like, yeah, nor yeah. Normally, we don't have people come back here and ask, but you know, if you want a picture, we'll take a quick picture. I was like, that's that's so embarrassing, but uh, but they got the picture. They were happy. That's about how it, it is at Pawn Stars too. Those guys are never there. I've been there twice. They were on vacation both times, is what we were told. Old man was there one time, but we didn't get to meet him. There's no way old man's still with us. Right? No, I think he passed. Yeah. I think maybe a little while ago, as a mm -hmm. matter of fact. But I've never been to the Pawn pond Shop store. My dad has. Uh, I've never had an interest, Roush. I don't know. When I'm in Vegas, that's just a little bit further down the list, I think. Right. Um, also, it's a pawn shop. Well, I don't. Yeah. Like, what? We like pawn shops. I mean, it's We've got one advertised. It's, it's cool us. if you watch the show. It's it's neat to go in there because you recognize everything. And you're like, oh, I've seen this on TV. I've seen that. Oh, that's where they do their business when they tell them, meet me over at the counter. Got it. So it, it's just could neat you to actually, see all that. Could you actually buy like a 2,000-year-old yeah. coin when oh, you yeah. were there? Yeah, you can buy anything you want. Sure? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd, I swear I thought I was told, and I, I mean, obviously I'm wrong. You've been there twice. I thought it was like the only thing you could actually buy there during like their touring hours was like the tourist stuff like pawn shop mugs and t-shirts and yeah i got a buddy that bought a pawn stars hat but no I, you can buy anything in there can you like bargain with the hat and be like it says 15.99 <laughs> on this i'll give you 10 not enough money in it for them to sell it for 10 you know so. what i've got a hat expert guy come on in here come on in <laughs> he's been bald his entire life nick roush he knows everything there is to know about hats Oh, man. Got a fun, what, are, what are the names of the people who make hats too? They've always got one for official for the Derby. It's got a fun name, like a bowler uh, or something. No, it's it's like um. Oh man, it's going to annoy me. A milliner. Oh, yeah, that's a fun. A milliner is a fun name. Imagine that's your job. Like, yeah, I'm just a milliner. It's like, well, how many how many pe how many people do you serve? Well, we haven't really talked sports just yet, uh, but we will. Uh, that's We're going to get into it. I've been actually pretty excited to talk about this UK-Florida game, but you didn't really want to like get into it too early into the week. So we will get into it. We've got a few more grab-and-go texters. Fun first segment to get our Friday started. We'll read those texts. We'll get into UK-Florida conversation. Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it was pretty entertaining yesterday. We'll get into some of those discussions. And then, of course, the text line from the podcast listeners as well. It's going to be a jam-packed KRC. Don't go anywhere. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We're going to be right back.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, Friday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Finally, UK plays a sporting event tomorrow. It's been a week since they've played anything. Oh, man. And luckily we get back at it. I, I just, uh, there's part of me that just can't believe how long when, when we did this show for a year without any sporting events. How, I don't know how we did it. I, I can barely go a week without him. But, you know, that's just because we were we were hardlining sports there for the month of December. And we we got we got taken off the stuff, the hard stuff, the good stuff. And so now, finally, a little more than 24 hours away. Thank goodness it's a 1230 tip-off. Love, 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 love. Can't say it enough how much I love early games on Saturday. Like, I just – I feel more locked in on college basketball early on. By the 8 p.m., I'm just – I'm ready to – do something else sort of deal. I don't, you know, it's just me, but I, I don't know. I'm fired up. It's an orange out there. They got t-shirts for the, the students in the O-Dome. Uh Should be a, a raucous atmosphere. Um, and I, I'm, I'm excited to see how this team responds on the road. Uh, I think it'll be pretty good, but it's just, ah, I, I want to see the dog that Dilly has in him. Right. When, when, when he's the, the bad guy. You know, that, that it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We haven't seen that before. Happy belated birthday to Dillingham turned, I think what 19 shifted into his 19th year. Yeah. Still, still young, really, really good. I'm also excited to see just what this entire team does in a, in a real road game. This will be their first real road game. We're not counting the U of L game one. They're terrible basketball team Two, It was 50 50, if not more, Kentucky fans. So, uh, this is going to be a big test for them, no doubt about it. Florida's a most likely probably going to find themselves, I would guess, maybe on the tournament bubble come selection Sunday, maybe in that like eight, nine seed range. Um, they're, they're a decent team, but for this being for, first off, UK should beat them. They're more talented. But for this being their first true road game, it's basketball, it's conference play. Uh, this is going to be a real challenge for them. We're going to get into this game here momentarily. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I grabbed like five more of those Anthony Davis posters when I went to that game. They're all over. They were all over at the end of that game. I don't remember them being all over. I remember people like stealing ones off the seats next to them. And then people would arrive to the game and be like, oh, I didn't have, I don't have one. So then they take one off the seats off somebody else. And I remember that being a big issue, but I don't remember them being everywhere after the game, but I, I believe you. Uh, did you get any of them framed? Do you still have any of them, Texter? Another Texter says, what are they selling in Sellersburg? Broken dreams and sadness? Wow. That's great, not very nice. Great joke. There. No, we sell all kinds of things in Sellersburg. We have a liquor store. We have three gas stations, a Walgreens, a, a grocery store, me. Mm-hmm. Although I'm, no, not for, I'm not for sale. How how great was that Thornton stop this morning, Scoots? Did you, did you feel up? Today? Yeah, no, I didn't. But I did. Uh, I did have to stop. I had to stop at Thornton's on the way home last night for Midway Fuel Up. Well, you should have gone today because Friday you get to celebrate. Treat yourself in the morning. Get mm-hmm. a donut. Yeah, go go crazy. Uh, I hope the cats go crazy tomorrow. This Florida team. <sighs> Good rebounding team. That's the my biggest note on them. Uh, I believe they lead the SEC in rebounding. They're fifth in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, 
that's not Kentucky's strength. So I. But my question that, is: Do you see that Brandon Ramsey stat? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Uh, which, by the way, Brandon Ramsey, great dude. Uh, when it comes to a fall, I mean, I've never met him personally. He seems like a great dude, but he's a great follow on college basketball. I really wish I could find this. We uh, watched uh, Cats game at Kilroy's once upon a time in Indy. We were up there for the combine. That was a good time. I forget which Cats game that was. Um, All right. I like the tweet. So let, me, let me go find it that way. Cause but not- uh, j- just from a rebounding perspective, though, there is a not, not like Kansas and Dickinson uh, sort of deal. But there, there is sort of the, hey, are, are we going to get to a point where we're annoyed because they're getting tip? You're playing good defense, they're getting tip ins and stuff like that. But I, I think the team has improved from a rebounding perspective. Not only having Bradshaw back is big, but I think the guards rebound pretty well. <laughs> so I'm not terribly I, worried. I like Rush that everything's like everybody's making a big deal about the rebounding thing. Um, it, it's going to be hammered into these players that like you got to get your ass on the glass here against Florida, and I think they will. Will they out rebound Florida? Probably not. Will it be bad or like will it be really ugly? I would be surprised if it if it were. Um, now that's not to you know they they out rebounded Quinnipiac by six rebounds. Could it be something like that on Saturday? Yes. Is that a narrow enough margin where Kentucky could still win and still win comfortably? Absolutely. But if you get out-rebounded by like 15 or something, then then you're probably going to see an impact on the scoreboard. That Brandon Ramsey tweet that I was talking about, um, Florida is one of the best rebounding teams in college basketball, and Brandon chimes in, Florida ranks fifth per camp Ken Palm and offensive rebounding percentage, collecting 41.3% of their own misses, which is a it's crazy, you know, almost four out of, well, what, two out of five misses they're going to get an offensive rebound on, which is pretty impressive. But this is the interesting part. However, they average just .896 points per possession. So, and per synergy, on those second chance opportunities, that's one of the worst rates in the country. So they get the ball back, but they don't do anything with it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Like, that's pretty interesting that, like, their points per possession is so terrible, but their offensive rebounding so good that they're getting more bang for their buck per – they're getting more shots per possession than other teams, and it's they're not, they're not making them is their issue. They are a team that is offensive-oriented. They're going to take a lot of shots. They're going to miss a lot of shots. They're going to try to play fast, which is going to be interesting because guess what, Roush? You would think this U.K. team would be – very happy to play fast. Both of these teams, I think, average above 85 points per game. Uh, so this this could be a track meet. This could be a lot of fun. Uh, UK, I don't think, is the best defensive team in the country. This may be a game where that's okay. Like, you know, I don't think Florida is one of the best defensive teams in the country. Uh, they gave up 73 points to Virginia, which if you do the – you do the equal property I mean, on that. That's like a hundred points. It's 120 actually for a normal yeah. team. Yeah. So pretty, pretty wild there. Kentucky should be able to score. And maybe this is just a game Roush where you say, just outscore them win 110 to hundred. I don't think that's totally impossible, but uh, it's going to be a fun one. Like get, make sure you're, you're locked into a TV. This is a, this is a big one for UK too. What, what are we setting the conference record mark at? Like, what are we striving for? What's the bar here? Ooh. Um, I, I had it at four losses going into the season and 
I think I'd be, I, I think that would be appropriate. Like I don't, uh, not only not asking too much, but I, I think, I think four is, is where I'm setting it at. Yeah. What do you Stick play? What do they play? 18 games in the SEC? Yeah. So it'd be 14 and four. Yeah. That's, that's so, exactly where I was at. 14 and four. So 14 and four, you're a one seed. Like regardless of what you do in the SEC tournament. 14 and four, you're a one seed. 15 and three, you're a one seed. Uh, 13 and 8, that's where you're probably, or 13 and 5. 13 and, 13 and 8. 13 and 5, maybe not so much. Well, uh, I, mean, I think some of it also um, is just like, what is everybody else doing? Like, you could be on the fringe there uh, where that UNC Wilmington loss knock, knocks you down a peg. But 14 and 4, probably, like, that's, you're in the race at the very end to win the SEC regular season. Um, and I think that's what's important. This we should be tracking that closer than we've tracked it in a long time, because Kentucky should be right in the thick of it down the stretch. Um, there's there's no doubt in my mind. Um, they're just they're, they're that good offensively. Now, this this game should tell us a lot about that though, TJ. Just because you know you can be a completely different team at home versus on the road. What if this is the one team that shoots great at Rupp and not really anywhere else, right? Like that, that might that might change our tune a little bit, but for the most part, I I, I think we should have high expectations um, for this team in SEC play. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I get. I mean, if you lose to UNC Wilmington at home, it's not impossible that you could drop another game at home. But let's look at the road games. Those are going to be the tough ones, right? Like this is where we're probably more worried about UK is on the road. Florida's a road game. A and M's a road game. South Carolina, Arkansas, easy, yeah. Vandy, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. So those are your nine road games. They're they're tough. Like that's not just like butt slapping or being a UK fanboy. Like those are tough road games. Seven of those teams could be tournament teams. LSU will not be. Vanderbilt will not be. But Tennessee will be. Mississippi State, unless they just totally fall off the map, they should be. Auburn, will. Auburn will be, Arkansas will be, A&M will be, and then Florida and South Carolina. South Carolina's had a great start. I'm not so sure I'm buying it, but like you know, right now they're they're certainly in the in the picture, no doubt yeah, about it. That, that it's a frisky. They'll be they'll be frisky, kind of like this Florida team. Like, am I scared of a guy named Walter Clayton Jr.? Of course not. Who the hell is Walter Clayton Jr.? That's like a guy on one of those CBS shows we were talking about earlier. Right? Walter Clayton Jr. is really good for what it's yeah. worth. He's yeah. A good play- he's a good player. Who, from where? Where did he come from? Where did he go? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> like, who the hell is Walter Clayton? He, he was a he was Patino's point guard at Iona. He's from Florida, so he transferred back to Florida this year. He's having a nice he's having a nice year. I, which I'm going to be doing that a lot this year because it's just you know it takes a while to kind of get acquainted with the SEC. I'm not haven't been watching SEC basketball. Always fun to pull those up. Uh, Riley Kugel, I recognize that name though, but he is not not very good this year. Only shooting yeah. 25 percent from three. It's a it's a it's a rebuilt Florida team. They lost Castleton, and uh, a lot of people thought they were going to be kind of like maybe terrible. They, they've not been terrible. They're athletic. They're fast. Um, they're not going to have like this huge size advantage inside, like where they're going to like, bull, you know, Hunter Dickinson bully Kentucky around necessarily. 
but that, that almost makes them more impressive, the rebounding numbers, because it is like a community rebounding effort. Everybody's going and crashing, and Kentucky's going to have to match that effort. Uh, they're pretty balanced scoring in a similar sense to, to UK, so I think that's a little worrisome for UK. It's not like – first off, I don't know if UK has a lockdown defender. That's something we've talked about. The closest thing to it may be a DJ Wagner, but then you're going to need everybody to defend because anybody on the court – really on both sides, or is going to be capable of scoring. I don't know if you're going to have somebody where it's just like, hey, you can let them shoot that three-pointer, no issues, whatever. Tyree Samuel's not a great outside shooter for Florida. Riley Kugel, also not a great outside shooter. But the other ones, they're, they're likely to put it on the floor, take it to the rim, put it on the floor, pull up, or catch and shoot once they get the ball. Uh, all five UK players are going to need to, to be defending pretty well. That's going to be a tall talent, tall task for them and a big challenge for them. I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it, but uh, but I don't know if they're going to have to, Ross, because like I said, I think that you just outscore Florida. I don't think you worry about defense tomorrow. I think you try to outscore Florida, which I know people listen are like, outscore them. Oh, not the point of the game. You know what I mean. Like, this is going to be a track meet. Like, yeah. Shoot you and we all we all know Al Golden. He's a whiz kid who loves the analytics and the shooting three. So, you, you know, I would expect a lot of that, but they aren't. I'm just going to go through here. I don't know how many I would consider dead. Eye. Maybe that's because there's such high volume from outside, but he's an analytics nerd and we'll see if anything comes of this. It would be nice if Florida was good, right? Like if this game, you know, we used to be one of the bigger games on the schedule every year. And now I'm like, so who plays for those guys? You know, maybe, yeah. maybe be, be good at coaching golden. Pat white really sucked. He was like uh, he, he was he was just the most mediocre average guy and that the program was above average for decades for our entire lives right Billy Donovan Hall of Fame coach for a reason would be nice if the Gators were like mattered who the hell is like, Pat this, White this game. Mike exactly. White Mike White <laughs> uh, you know Pat, uh, he's a Georgia now uh, but it, it's a tough SEC road slate and I think if Kentucky can go five and four in that slate, then you maybe, maybe you drop one at home, but the rest you, you feel good about that. Every SEC road win you can get is going to, going to feel like stealing just a little bit. So if you get the Florida one, that's going to be huge. I think you should get the South Carolina. I think you should get the Vanderbilt. I think you should get the LSU. So Roush right there, that'd be four. And then it'd be, can you steal one at Arkansas? Can you steal one at A&M? Can you steal one at Tennessee? Uh, and you, you know, probably should win at Mississippi state, but that one has like weird game written all over it. So, uh, we'll, we'll see you big opportunity tomorrow. And I just hope they're pumped. Like, you know, you hear this from Calipari from time to time that like some of his guys enjoy playing on the road more than they enjoy playing at home. I want to see that because it's a tough road slate this year. And if I think this team can show that they can go on the road and beat good tournament teams or solid tournament teams, that's going to make me feel a lot warm and fuzzier inside about what they may do on neutral site courts in the postseason, whether it be SEC tournament and more importantly, the NCAA tournament. So uh, we're going to, we're going to learn a lot about this group over the next two months. We're going to learn a lot about this group tomorrow. Uh, and we're excited to, to talk about it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Do you think that one guy who chokehold case and Wallace is going to be in the building tomorrow? Uh, probably not. Probably not. What if that whole crew is just there on the floor seats again? <laughs> like UK fans are going to lose their mind on social media. I doubt they will be. Yeah, yeah. that was a pretty wild thing. Like, who? And Scooch was it? Was it you or Trevor? One of the one of one producer here was like trying to defend the guy. 
I, I think oh, it was me. I think it was me and Trevor. And that's that's one of the plays that me and Gil had to reenact just so we saw how it worked. Remember that? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, blast from the past. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Hour number two is going to be a lot of fun as well. We're going to get into the podcast listeners' text on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. More electric college basketball player, John Wall or Malik Monk. And then what other other silly nonsense we get into. This is KRC on the Big X, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin K. And back after this. Over? You say over? I heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.50 a.m. To start this hour, want to remind you about our friends at Shady Rays, ShadyRays.com. Polarized sunglasses for an affordable price. They look like the big designer brands, but they don't carry that big designer price tag. They're fashion. Uh, they're, they're, they're very fashionable, I should say. They're I love them. I love the different styles, the different uh, just categories of sunglasses that they have go to their website shadyrays.com and do not forget the promo code big x for 40 percent off at checkout it's a company that started right here in kentucky and we love them i've got like 17 pairs of shady rays uh, all throughout my car and we talked about how pretty the sunsets are in the winter because again the sun's lower doesn't get as high in the sky whatnot it makes driving sight lines impossible there's some roads in town that if I'm driving in the morning or in the afternoon when the sun's rising or setting, you just can't see if you don't have your Shady Rays. So it's actually dangerous not to get Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and save you and your family. They came in handy yeah, for uh, me last night driving back from Midway because the sun was crazy right in my face. By the way, I read during the break that this month, January, we get 40 minutes of sunlight. Woohoo! Yeah, the days get longer every I'm day. All the, all the way up until June, Scoots. I'm pumped. You can take it to the bank. Also, leap year, so we'll have an extra day. Couldn't they just make the leap year, like, March 1st? Put an extra day at the end of March? Everybody likes March better than February. To drag on February. My bigger thing is, can we make the leap day just a weekend? Because I believe it'll... What, what day of the week is the leap day going to be? Uh, it's always a Tuesday. <laughs> That's how it works. Like elections. It's going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, just it should be a holiday weekend. Like we we don't get enough um extra days off. So like it's on a Thursday this year. Just knock that baby one one day back. Three day weekend. Put it on a Friday. My uh maybe, maybe my March high, zero. My high school baseball coach was born on a on leap day leap year day. So he's what, eighteen, I guess, this year? Good for him. He could finally buy lottery tickets. <laughs> Uh, if, if he was 18, He'd would be that make him 70, 72 years yeah, old? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Maybe 19. He may even turn 19. Man, we'll get him some shady. so much quicker than me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just said 18 times 2 is 36 times 2 72. Uh, yeah, I just wouldn't have done the 36 times 2 that fast. <laughs> the Get your text in. Shady Rays, they're the best. Get them for your 72-year-old baseball coach. Oh, man. Also – Great New Year's resolution is just wearing blue light lenses when you're on the computer all day. 
Like that that'll that'll change your life. Do that, been, make your life better in 2023. Four. I'm great point. I'm gonna start promoting those blue glasses more when we do those shady re, shady rays reads because uh, I wear mine at the office every day now, and I leave them at the office, Roush, because I'm scared they'll get dirty or like I'll. Now you get replacement promise and all that good stuff, but I leave mine at the office. That's why you don't see me with them in the mornings. But um, I love them too. Like I was never really a big believer. They sent me a pair, and I was like, well, I'll try them. And I do notice that your eyes just feel better at the end of the day when yeah, you're wearing those things. If you're staring at screens all day, if you're not staring at screens all day, then they look like just kind of fake glasses. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need them if you're a plumber. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, all right, let's get into it. Who's yes, the more? I, who's the more electric love, college love basketball player, love John it. Wall or Malik Monk? It's very disappointing. I love all of you all. I love all of my shadow band Twitter followers. But I, I hate it when I just see so many people so wrong. I wish I could get inside all of your brains and convince you the right way of life. But Malik Monk was a much more electric college basketball player than John Wall was. And I said, yeah, much more. John Wall carries more of like a prestige around him. There's a lore around John Wall that there was never around Malik Monk. And I, I agree to that. I subscribe to that. John Wall was a much more important player to UK basketball he came at a time that I don't know if you get Malik Monk, if you don't have John Wall, but if you're just talking about when they were on the court, when they were playing, you couldn't take your eyes off one of the two dudes. It would be Malik Monk. He could pull from anywhere on the floor. He could dunk on anybody, and John Wall could dunk on anybody. And I will say John Wall's ability to get a rebound and just go and like don't blink because you're probably going to miss him, that was better than Malik Monk's. Not by like a country mile, but it was a little bit better than Malik Monk's. But Malik's scoring ability made him a more electric player than John Wall, who was strictly more kind of flashy dribbler. What's he going to do once he gets in the paint? And it was incredibly fun to watch. But Wall was a bad three-point shooter. You know it. I know it. We all know it. He turned the ball over a lot more than Malik Monk. Yes, he had the ball in his hands. He played point guard where De'Aaron Fox played point guard for Malik Monk. But Monk was the more electric player. He did crazier well, things, like wilder things that you wouldn't believe. He scored 47 points in a basketball game. John Wall couldn't dream of that. I love John Wall. Love him to death. So but Malik I, I Monk think was all, more electric basketball. I think all of your points are arguing for John Wall. You just have a wrong definition of electric. Because Malik Monk is by far a better scorer. There's no doubt in my mind about it. I think the primary basis of electricity you're you're taking that out because you said like well he we know he had more prestige right i think that's what makes a person electric right is the hype around them and john wall had a lot more of that hype and to your point i i think the reason why i would like how i would phrase it john wall might have been a more electric player because of the just the any given play he could do something crazy and you didn't know what it was. We're like, Monk could go off and score. Like that Georgia game where he had, what, 38 points and like the last 17, he would get hot. But like he, when he got hot, he was the best scorer in college basketball. When John Wall was uh, electric, he was just like, what? The, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to go behind the back and then dunk on Indiana, like three guys with his left hand, with his left freaking hand. What the hell is that? That's so I, I think it's it's a semantics argument, but I'm willing to argue the semantics that just like the definition of electric just fits how I would describe John Wall better than 
the prolific scorer Malik Monk. Uh, it, it does, like, while it's fun to tell people their opinions are wrong, obviously this is an opinion-based thing, it does come down to your definition of electric. Yes. Uh, somebody go get a kite and a key, and let's just see which one gets struck <laughs> first between those two. I, I, I disagree. I mean, like, I hear you. I just think, like, everything you were saying applies more to Monk. Like, when he got the ball, you didn't know what was going to happen because unlike Wall, Monk could pull up from 30 feet, and it was probably going to go in. Or he could put it on the floor, and this is something that really bugs people. I hate to be the one to have to break it to him. Monk was a better dunker than John Wall. He was yeah, bouncier. Yeah. Yeah. He was bouncier. Now, well, Wall could bang on physical. I... Wall could take more contact than Monk could, but Monk – was bouncier. Like he was going to get up and just fly over people. Uh, both were great. Both were so fun to watch in college basketball. Who on this year's team, Roush, could make a push for that conversation as one of the most electric players in the Calipari it's, era? Oh, there's only it's one right. answer. There's only <laughs> one answer. We all know it. He's, he's got very, the shifts, man. He's very shifty. By the <laughs> yeah. way, TJ, after seeing the replies to your tweet, I'm liable to say James Young. I mean, those, those, the dunk that was posted by South Georgia Wildcat and then that freaking three, I don't remember that at all, but that was awesome. That three was maybe individually one of the more bizarre basketball plays I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Oh, it's definitely, not, it's yeah. definitely not James Young. He just wasn't electric consistently enough to be in the Oh, he, he was half asleep for – But, oh, my gosh, that dunk there. in the national championship game. I mean, every, every U.K. fan thought, like, all right, if the tide's going to turn, it was on this one right here. That was a bang. That may be the best dunk in the Calipari era, which that's a hard conversation to have as well. And then the three, I was covering that game when he did that. That was insane. You could do that thing. You could do that shot five million times in that exact situation. And I don't know if it, I don't know if anybody's getting it so, to go in like that. Did they award the other team three points? You bet your sweet buns they did. <laughs> and like that was another crazy thing is like the other team got three points and Rupp Arena gave a standing ovation. <laughs> You're never going to see that again after like another team scores a basket. Now, of course, it wasn't that team scoring the basket. It was UK's team incidentally scoring on the wrong basket. Uh, I tweeted that out there, but I didn't quote tweet it. You'd have to go to my replies if you want to see the video of that. Maybe I'll just retweet it so people know what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, James Young went to save a pass from going out of bounds and threw it in the net from 40 feet. Um, yeah yeah it was crazy absolutely crazy play uh it does get back to uh uh an overall point in all of this sometimes the streakiest players are the most fun players even though i'm sure they're the most frustrating at times but guys like wall and monk weren't as steady eddies as pj washington was but it's it's Backing a guy down and bullying him in the post just isn't as sexy as no, it's not. And like know. bigs always they 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 have it tough in the electricity category. But I think you can make a case for Anthony Davis. Like he was electric on defense. You you wouldn't watch the ball on defense, you'd watch Anthony Davis because you knew at Will, some point he was Willie probably... Stein, same way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I find that and like stuff. dunking and killing people. He did that a couple times. Mur two murders. He probably two be in the conversation. And then I think like an underrated honorable mention Tyler Ulis was electric like he, you know he wasn't going to go yeah. dunk on somebody but he yeah. was going to like throw the ball up backwards over his head through the legs and then it was going to spin off the glass and go in and you were just like is is he a wizard is he mad is he magic 
Uh, but he didn't play for the Magic or the Wizards. He had a short stint with the Suns. Pretty crazy that Talis Euler um, only had one 30-point game. Can you name it? I don't know who that player was. That had to be intentional. Was that intentional? (laughs) Yeah, there there was uh, somebody that called it to match show one time talking about Talis Euler. (laughs) He scored 30 points. Was it the A&M SEC championship game? That's that's the only game he scored 30 points. And I would have thought that he hit that a couple of times. Now he was in the high twenties often. I mean, pretty was, steadily. But just that thirty, he only hit it that one game, that overtime game. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he he was too unselfish sometimes. Sometimes it was like, "Don't give it up, Tyler." Well, like, yeah, why are you passing it to Marcus Lee? Like, just go score. Shots fired at Marcus Lee. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I understand people saying John Wall. I think a nostalgia thing plays a role in it. The Wisconsin loss hadn't happened yet. The uh, and also, it, it made UK was, cool again, and that and that carries a lot of weight. I do he, understand. He that. he was electric before he ever got to UK too. I mean, Monk had a great highlight reel, but the the John Wall mixtape is just. I mean, it was a it was a national war. it was a national like mixtape. Everybody was raving about it. Monk's. I think you can really make a case. I said this back in my recruiting days that Monk's highlight tape was just as good. But his was more like regional. Like, you know, it was an Arkansas-Kentucky battle where John Wall was a Kentucky, UNC, Miami, you know. Well, and, and you also have to think internet time and place, too. I mean, 2016 when 15, when Monk's getting recruited, we, we had seen plenty of highlight reels up to that point. Whereas, yes, they existed before John Wall, but that – YouTube was only like three years old for most folks, two years right, old for most folks. Right, right. People weren't going to YouTube for things. I mean, it's to the point, like, I remember where I was when I saw it for the first time. Because, like, one of the kids on my AU team had, I thought it was crazy, he had a computer in his room, right? I mean, it was like, whoa, you have a computer in your room? He's like, yeah, you got to check out this highlight tape. It's sick. And that. He had the biggest right forum on the team. <laughs> but but the thing is, is wall. They weren't ubiquitous where it was like every player you could have highlights for. Like Huddle. I mean, every kid that plays yeah. high school football has their highlights on Huddle. That that didn't exist before. Walls was the beginning of all of that. And I think the popularity of his mixtape um, played a significant role in it. And like, it's still awesome to watch. Like that thing is timeless, even though it is a little grainy. It's it. it it's fun to watch no matter what. Well, isn't wasn't he on Cal's first team too, or was it the second team? Yeah, yeah, it was the first team. team. So yeah, I mean that's a lot of lot of lot of buzz. Yeah, a lot of a lot electricity. Some are saying. I, I think you can make a case that even more so than fifteen or twelve, that that team had like the UK fan base more in a frenzy than any other team yep. ever. Yep. And that's crazy to say because another team won a national championship just a couple years later and another team went 38-0 to start the season just a few years after that. But, like, UK fans were everywhere. Like, blue was everywhere. They were just – it had been such, like, a long four or five years since UK was kind of competitive on the national scale. They were so ready to get back to it. And I'm – Roush, to bring it back home, bring it back to today – I'm a little surprised that we don't really have that same reaction with this team. I think you're getting more and more of it as the season goes on. But, like, folks, it's okay to fall in love with this team. They're really, really, really good. They're probably going to do some really, really fun things. Uh, it's Go on, dive in. Go on, go crazy. Yeah, and, and 
a lot of it's just going to go back to the that first team. It was seemingly universal buy-in, and you just have people who just hate Cal and are going to be reticent to to hop on the boat. But great point. Uh, and 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 Good there's point. also part of it too where. Um, when they started playing their best, it wasn't against the best teams, and it's been like once a week, and there's been a lot of other stuff going on. Now they're going to get our undivided attention, and it starts tomorrow with SEC play. And then that's what's nice, TJ, is once this thing gets rolling, there's no it, – it's it's full speed ahead. You got Missouri on Tuesday night with the Dennis Gates of hell, and then next Saturday a road trip to uh, an A&M team that people are howling. So, you know, it's. Yeah, you got uh, cats play tomorrow. Then they play on Tuesday. Then they play Saturday. Then they play Wednesday. Then they play Saturday. Then they play Tuesday. Then they play Saturday. Then they play Tuesday or Wednesday. And then that ends the month. So like bang, bang, choo-choo train. Here we go, guys. Like it's, it's on and it's, it's rolling now. Yeah. Before you blink, we're going to be like. teams too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is all going to start moving pretty quick, and uh, especially if this team is as good as I think they are, it's going to move super, super quick. We're going to blink, and it's going to be Selection Sunday. Uh, the NCAA tournament sites kind of suck this year for UK fans, Roush. So that leads me to believe that like that SEC tournament in Nashville, you're getting more Tennessee and Auburn and Alabama and A and M fans start to be like, oh, this thing is kind of fun. Like, and you know, we may have a chance to win a couple games now. You're starting to get more of those fan bases showing up which I'm not crazy about, I, I think this is going to be a huge big blue takeover, like it always is, but I think even more so this year because I think UK fans are going to smell blood in the water. I actually do think it's important to win the SEC tournament this year. You've got to stop giving these other programs building blocks because with more trophies they get and more accolades they get, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama – the more interested they're going to be in basketball and the more they're going to invest in basketball and the more they're going to think like, Hey, we can, we can do this thing too. Maybe we'll turn into a, a, a power. Now UK winning one sec tournament doesn't mean it's going to blockade all their progress and totally halt their programs. But I do think it's important. UK kind of plants their flag back again and say like, Hey, y'all just so you remember it had been longer than it should be. It is still our conference. And they've got to they've got to own Nashville again. So I think that's important. But we got months before we get there. Two months actually. Yep, yep, we do, um, and we do we need to get to the Thornton's text line. Yeah, too. all right. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. That's the number. You text in. We read it on air. I'm not really sure. Where's this? If at? madness is one boob, then Hoosier hysteria is barely a nipple poking through a t-shirt. <laughs> Disagree. But the, la- but the latter there is like. Nobody's got an issue with that, though, right? <laughs> like, I think you're complimenting Hoosier hysteria more than you mean to, Texter. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Does Kentucky score under 70 points in a game this season? If so, which one? It'd be the Mississippi State or A&M games, if it was. If it's going to be one, it's, if it's going to be, I don't know, Vandy's always weird. Stackhouse does goofy voodoo magic things. But um, I, it would probably be either that Mississippi State game on the road or – potentially that A&M game next Saturday. But besides that, this team should score over 70. Yeah, I would. Was it the Wilmington game? Was that the only one they didn't? You'll have an ugly, you'll have an ugly game um, somewhere along the way where they probably won't, where we don't see it. Uh, they scored 73 against Wilmington, but. Okay. You know, yeah. It should have been, right, right. yeah. yep. been more. Right. Right. It should have been more. TJ, do you all have a cooling blanket? I sweat nonstop while I sleep. And the cooling blanket keeps me cool. 
Never heard of a cooling blanket. I don't. And I also just always thought those were like voodoo magic. Not <laughs> no, real. just like made up like, oh, this cooling blanket, that'll work. And then like you get it and it works for like a day or two and it doesn't really work. That's how I feel about the mattresses. When you see the commercials on TV, it's like, how's this mattress know what temperature I need my bed to be? Just doesn't make sense to me. I told the wife, I was like, I had to text her say I, that we need to do bamboo sheets, that that guy was a big sweater and he doesn't sweat anymore. The wife was like, I think we have bamboo sheets, <laughs> which you want to talk about like your heart getting ripped out of your chest to be like, you. we've already done oh, the solution. It's it's also one of those things that I, you could tell me we have um, it, name material of sheets and I would just say, sure. Like I, I, I have no idea what material our sheets are. I remember Egyptian cotton is the big one. That's yeah, the, that's, that's very popular. Yeah, yeah that, that's the that's the one that people crave. Uh, can both sides, UK and Louisville, stop acting like the football rivalry is not a huge game slash each other Super Bowl? If it wasn't, Louisville Stadium wouldn't have been a sellout. Players wouldn't be trash talking, and the game wouldn't be must watch. Such a lazy take argument on Twitter. Yeah, it like first and foremost, UK fans don't. Don't participate in that. The Louisville game is a huge football game. It should always be a huge football game. We should never not. We should never lose to them. We should never be okay losing to them. It's a big game. I don't, there are U of L fans that like when they lose Roush, their default is well. It just means more to you all. Good, good, good. I hope well, it means the, more to us forever. Then it it should like it should mean. More. I, and they're I, just I liars. Like, they're, that texture's right. Like, you all don't sell, ever sell out your stadium unless Kentucky's come into town. You all don't get chances at SEC teams all that often. You love beating SEC teams. You go crazy whenever you all rarely beat an SEC team. That game means so much to you all. And you know it. And it's just a defense mechanism when they lose. Like, well, you all were the ones who cared more. Good. Yeah. Probably why you get your ass beat every year. It's it's the yeah it's like I don't I don't know how to argue so I'm just going to bring up something that is a moot point exactly um, and, they, and they, they don't mean it yeah. texter they know they don't and if right. you talk to like Rutherford or you talk to Nick Coffee you talk about some of the sound minds in U of L media they'll tell you how big that game is they won't sugarcoat I mean, it Jeff Brom will tell you their coaching staff will tell you their coaching staff said Super Bowl it. yeah so like yeah. just shut up you idiots um, speaking of Louisville as the world turns. The soap opera over there that Kenny Payne's dealing with got another chapter. So we had four injured players on for the Virginia game. And they hadn't played a game since the UK game, which was what day was Two that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. They had a huge a, break. Huge break. Um, so they're all out. And then we find out that their highest-ranked recruit in the 2023 recruiting class, five-star center Dennis Evans, is no longer medically cleared to play at U of L, which what? Yeah, and so U of L. So somebody asked U of L. They were like, "Could is this something indefinite?" And U of L came back and said, "We never, we will not anticipate him being medically cleared to play at this university." Which so basically, U of L said that like he is not going to play for us because he's not medically cleared. What happens after that? You know, we can't comment on. We don't know, right. but. This is another just weird instance in the Kenny Payne era at UofL, but this one's maybe like sadder than some because Dennis Evans was a freak. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to have a huge impact on college basketball this year, 
But like next year or the year after that, I didn't think it was impossible. They just don't make players with his frame and like kind of his length. Um, but something's obviously up. I wish him the best. I hope he's mentally doing all right. Obviously, physically, I hope he's doing all right. Uh, but just another weird twist to the Kenny Payne story, Roush. Yeah, and it's one of those things you want to be careful because, I mean, it might be we don't know what it is, and it might be something that really is debilitating and just sucks, right? Kid who, right future in basketball, told he's not clear to play basketball. That would suck. Now, here's the – so Brooks Holton from the CJ – um, he had, he reached out to the AU coach and basically, so Dennis Evans hadn't played since the Bellarmine game and he hadn't been back to U of L since Christmas break on December 20, whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, he's staying at, he, the, the coach just said he's at home. There, it does feel like there's something here where like, I hope he gets medically cleared to play elsewhere. Right, that that's my hope, because it it just everything just over there stinks right now. It's just stinky. I don't know exactly how to describe the stink, but it's stinky, and it's got to be exhausting for the people covering that team. Man, um, if I have one, exhausting. if I have one hope for the future, it's that they do a thirty for thirty on the Kenny Payne area, at Louisville. I, I mean, I've got to know more. I want to know all the background stories. I mean, it's just been wild. I'm so glad I'm not a Louisville fan. Uh, they're never going to do a 30 for 30. I on it. It. It would probably be like too mean spirited, but like Stephen peak could do something. I mean, I, I think if somebody, when I detailed the uh, what's his name situation, Karan Davis situation, Roush, people were so interested by that. I don't think people outside of this town or this state really fully realize everything that's happened the last decade or the last two years. It's like pick your poison how far back you really want to go with the craziness of it. But when you get all the facts laid out in front of you, it is, I mean, it's just something that's not happening anywhere else in college athletics. Just not. It's not. And it'll get better. They're going to fire Kenny Payne in just a couple months. They'll hire Will Wade, Chris Beard, Jerome Tang. They'll get somebody in here with a pulse, and they'll and they'll turn it around just like that. I mean, not maybe like national championship turned around just like that, but you'll get butts back in the seat, you'll get talent back in the jersey, and it, it that's the beauty of the transfer portal is you can make things happen relatively quickly. So it's not much longer, Louisville fans, but in the meantime, how low can you go, pork chop? Let's take our <laughs> final. Let's take our final break. Yeah, when we come back, I got some transfer portal drama I need to discuss. Love it, love it, juicy. love it. It's Can't wait juicy. for it. We'll read more text. Happy birthday to Tyler Ulis, by the way, my favorite UK Tyler grad assistant Euler. coach. And we'll be one final segment. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment. We don't want to have to say goodbye. It's been a fun week in 2024. Hopefully this is just uh, a little taste of things to come for KRC this year. But we're back. One final segment before your weekend. One final segment before... We can 
watch UK play basketball again tomorrow. And Roush, I want to save the transfer portal drama for your mama. I will take your favorite senorita to Salsaritas. You like that? Came up with that during the break. Just, I, yeah, I did like that. Yeah. Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville. Keep them in mind this weekend. Lunch, dinner, catering, whatever's going on. Uh, I've got a wedding tomorrow night, which is exciting. Rumor on the street. Salsaritas, wildly addictive chips is going to be – Salsaritas isn't catering the wedding. I wish they were. But uh, rumor on the street, Salsaritas, wildly addicting chips is going to be like during the reception. Head on over, make you some nachos or something like that. you got to have food for the reception. Like after you eat dinner, that's all fine. You have dinner at the reception. Once the dancing and the partying, partying gets going on, you got to have something to the side for people to eat. We had pretzels at mine. I would have killed for Salsarita's Wildly Addictive Chips. Two locations in Louisville. Download that app. Save you time and money. We love them. All right, Roush. Let's hear about that transfer portal drama. The big news yesterday is that Quinshawn Judkins, all-SEC running back, more than 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns in each of his first two seasons at Ole Miss, He's entering the transfer portal. Now, he isn't in there right now because the window's closed, but his representatives have made it known to reporters that he plans on entering the transfer portal at his earliest convenience. And when I initially saw that, TJ, it's like, man, that's a heck of a negotiation tactic. Well, some more diving in. Uh, the guy that does our Ole Miss website, Ole Miss Spirit, um, essentially said that Judkins and the Grove Collective, they had an agreement in place prior to the bowl game. And then stuff started hitting the fan. Uh, essentially, they, they were like, yeah, we kind of noticed a difference in him after his big deal going into his sophomore year. And a lot of it hit the fan leading into the Peach Bowl win over Penn State, where uh, a lot of – shouting back and forth between linemen somebody said there was a clip where he's on the ground and the linemen don't even help him up so there was a lot there was a big riff there and at one point uh they started yelling at each other in the huddle and dart had to call a timeout and apparently dart went over the sideline and told kiffin to sit his ass out because we, we can't do this anymore so a lot of drama and it, it's now being described as a mutual parting of ways uh, the Ole Miss side is making it clear to people that they they are not upset to see Judkins go. They're not going to be doing this to renegotiate. And then to really put matters on top of it, the the clip that I wanted to watch in the first segment, TJ, it was it was actually Jackson Dart playing a clip from Tom Brady. It said, "If you want to be selfish, well, then I can't wait to play against you." Right? Like he's it's this whole Tom Brady thing. Basically, Jackson Dart is just subtweeting uh, Judkins with a Tom Brady clip, and it's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, you knew that all of the transfers that Kiffin was adding and all the money being thrown around, there was going to be some something happen. And well, we finally got it, and the Rebels are losing their All SEC running back. So he is officially going to not be at LSU, like that. That. Yeah, that is clear. Yeah. I, I thought it was going or to be Ole Miss. Excuse me. Sorry. Right, right. You, I thought it was just going to be like, well, he wants more money. Now this, the way that that the Ole Miss folks are throwing, kind of kicking him while he's down, pissing on his grave for the lack of a better term. It's it's clear there. There's no love lost there. The damage is done. He's moving on. 
Where's he going to go? Alabama said, not here. Oh, already? Wow. Good for them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I know he's going to be asking for a lot of money. Who knows what it's going to be? I wonder if Beamer tries to throw money at him. Um, ham money. Ham money. It is. Ham money. It's Beamer's had three guys commit to him in the transfer portal, and then they didn't sign. Like, they went somewhere else, which you never see. So, he, there's got to be some, there's some funny business going over there. Kelly Craft's not running a stupid campaign this year, is she? No. That's no huge campaign. for that's huge for our finances. That is huge <laughs> for our finances, Roush. Uh, no, I, I don't I don't think there's any chance this guy ends up being a cat. But uh, the interesting drama in the transfer portal, all the same. A lot of people were confused why he could enter because they thought it was closed. He was part of the New Year Six, so he got a little. Uh, well, I don't think he's actually in though. Oh, not. He- it- I think he's expected to enter the transfer portal. Oh, I thought he was in already. Yeah, I gotcha. Don't, I don't, he can actually be. Might in. be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's a player that's in the portal that's fun. Diego Pounds. <laughs> he's an offensive tackle. Great name for an offensive tackle. That is. Kentucky's calling him. There could be something there. I don't know. Well, so briefly, this is, the, Go ahead. this is the weekend to visit, and they got to be in class by uh, one week from today. Late in regist- registration ends one week from today. Shout out, Kanye. 502-414-1450, the Thornton's text line. We're going to get to it here today. Uh, supposed to get some snow tomorrow, by the way. Although it's and not as much as they were not as much as they were thinking because it's going to be rain and then it's going to turn into snow. But if it was snow the entire time, supposedly it'd be a decent amount. Yeah, not just tomorrow, but Sunday night as well. And then middle of next week, another storm coming. Wow. Potentially well, a lot of cold, snow. If it's going to be cold, I wouldn't mind it snowing. And, and and it's cold, folks. Like, this morning was very, very cold. A texter says, okay, so what does Matt Jones think when he dials up his monthly listen of roll call? Uh, I sent this text over yesterday in the afternoon, so I texted my buddy who listened. I, and I'll listen to KSR when I'm driving around. They're part of the, the rotation in the mornings um, every so often. But so I had to I had to reach out to see what they were talking about. Um, after saying he never listens to any other sports radio ever, turns out Matt Jones does listen to UK sports radio and podcasts, but only once a month to each of them. Ooh, uh, what what would be our best one of the last month to listen to? And then the, the, probably this segment right here, because supposedly he went on to say like how to be in the radio business, it's hard work. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but he did say that if you're not nice to him, he's not going to promote your show. <laughs> I, um, if you don't do a little butt kissing, then you're no good at radio. I mean, in fairness, if I don't like somebody, Correct. I'm not going to promote their show. No, 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 that's fine. But like, you don't have to have somebody suck up to you to promote their show. Right. You like shows of people who don't suck up to you. Right. Like you listen to part of my take. They've probably never sucked up to you. It'd be great if they did. I, I would think they'd be pretty cool. Which, they, big day for Barstool yesterday. Man, somebody once said, just explain, like if an alien dropped in, try explaining Barstool sports <laughs> to him. And I, you can't, like, I don't, having Jersey Jerry, who is the most random Barstool personality, uh, like he got famous for a Pittsburgh Steelers viral video where he's just losing his mind. He says he's going to kill himself. Uh, for him to just like, Say I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hit on the simulator until I hit a hole in one, and it becomes the internet. 
I, I, I can't, I don't understand how it, it's such a thing. Like sitting in a simulator for 37 hours, swinging away until you hit a hole in one. Like, I don't know how it became such a thing, but my God, it became such a thing. And to have like the PGA tweeting at him, to have TJ, to have all these people cheating, uh, tweeting Tom at Brady. Him, I love the live golf account, uh, photoshopping Jersey Jerry into a live uniform. And then they quote tweeted and it was Greg Norman. It said, you better learn Arabic, buddy. (laughs) 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 That was a great, I mean, it's just, the internet is a dumb, weird place. And they've figured out a formula for finding the most cartoonish characters to, to thrive in it. And that, oh man, that was, that was something else yesterday. Oh, uh, I didn't watch any of it. Like, but that's just the kind of speaks to them to be able to generate so much buzz over something so silly. I like Brandon Walker's tweet who said, uh, he's like, I wasn't going to say anything, but he was kind of hogging the golf simulator. (laughs) (laughs) That's that would be my take on that whole thing. Like, Oh good. Finally, I can get back on that thing. A texter says, Hey TJ therapist here. The sweating in the middle of the night could be anxiety. I, I wouldn't could be. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not an overly anxious person. So I, I, I'm, and I'm, am just a sweater in general, like sweating during this radio show here today. I'm just a sweater, but maybe any advice if it is anxiety, I do breathing exercises. Maybe, uh, maybe through more radio, what oh. more radio, less anxiety. Good, a good idea here. Salt Lake Brian says, Scoots, if you love the sound of freedom, it furthers my belief you're destined to join the LDS church. Tim Ballard is a prominent Mormon. Hmm. It's a good idea, but I'm no religion's not for me. You would find a wife, I bet. Oh, I'm sure. Religion's uh, not for you. Gosh, if we had more time, I'd love to just we've delved into that. that. We've delved into that before. Yeah, summer we'll, we'll it's, get to it. It's simple. Time. Uh, also, the sound of freedom. Every time I see the, I think it's Pierce Brosnan. It's not Pierce Brosnan, is it? That's the main actor in this movie. The James, no old idea. James Bond from the nineties. I have no idea. Mm, I don't it, know. Either. It looks. Roush's what and breaking news noise are the top two most annoying sounds on radio. Roush, go ahead and hit him with it. What? And <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> I like him. I enjoy him. A texter says, I love the sack pack, but one of them said last night the 2015 team would lose three or four games in this year's SEC. Kids, man. <laughs> I really like, uh, like, I, they wouldn't lose three or four games. They might lose a game or two. That, that 2015 team, they only played one ranked team in SEC play. Only one. I mean, that is crazy to think about. They only played, and they played them twice. It was Arkansas, only one regular season game, and then they played them in the SEC championship. And they didn't play a team ranked in the top 17 in conference play all year. So, like, they would lose a game. And you got to remember, they went to double overtime with AM. They went to overtime against Ole Miss at home. They were lucky to beat LSU on the road. Uh, I think they had one other close game that I'm maybe forgetting, but maybe not. The uh, LSU both- one's the one that's most memorable. Yeah, so like, I definitely don't think it's crazy to think that they would slip up once or twice in today's SEC, which has like, what, four or five teams ranked, or at least four or five teams in the top 35, where, yeah, and it's just different atmospheres. These fan bases care more about college basketball now than they did eight years ago. So while I don't think it'd be four losses, I do think 
too is not crazy to say. It's not crazy to say, but the thing about that team, they had such a high floor because of the way they played defense. I mean, that just good. And admittedly, it, admittedly, too, like they they got up for big games. I mean, yeah, they like yeah. they beat good teams. They just weren't in the SEC that year. They played so with it's their not crazy some, to think that know, like if Tennessee right. was ranked six, that they wouldn't be like, all right, let's bring our big boy let's fans smash here them. and go smash them. Yeah. So there, there's that's you know the, that AM, LSU, Ole Miss, those were games that they were kind of just sleepwalking through and, and, and eventually kind of had to wake up. That's where games like at South Carolina this year are going to be tricky. And I think they'd be tricky for that team too. Road game, you could easily catch yourself sleeping through. Um, I caught myself giggling reading ahead on the Thorns text line. Um, it said, the welcome to Kentucky, Q Judkins. Quote tweet by Kelly Craft is going to hit like crack. <laughs> oh, I and just wanted the texture used hand, all caps. Ham money. I'm a younger listener, 21, and a college athlete. So oh. brag. I only enjoy. I only include that to make my point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Okay>. hi, Dinky. <laughs> I only include that to make my point that I have no idea why so many of the old heads on Twitter get mad and feel the need to comment on when a kid transfers to his third, fourth, fifth school. Can't understand why it shakes some people to their core. Well, and it's just because it's the next thing. Like, there's always something next about the sport that they're going to complain about. And transferring once was the first thing, and now it's just like. They've accepted transferring once. It's the multiple transfers that they're not going to accept. I'm, I'm not sure what the next thing's going to be, what's that's normalized, but there's there's always something this old head's got to complain about. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it too much either. Spread right. isn't out yet, but what do you think it will be? What number would you personally feel comfortable with getting for or against the Cats? I personally would take Florida plus four and a half or above. Scoots, this is where you make your your butt. Um, I don't know. I think the texter may have nailed it. Plus four and a half. Maybe, I don't know. It's at Florida. I'd, I'd say it'll be closer to maybe two and a half. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I think Kentucky will be favored. Two and a half or three would be my guess. I uh, wouldn't be shocked if maybe it's just one and a half. Um, it's going to be a close line. It's going to be a tough game. This is a big one for the Cats. Uh, I, I think Sheesh. that I would feel – or go. what was that, Rush? I'm I'm looking up what Ken Palm has it at. Um, it's loading, but I know that people were kind of freaking out because um, the initial uh, ESPN FPI thing had uh, had Florida as like a sixty percent chance to win or something. People are like, "Wait, what? I hate the I hate the ESPN BPI so much. It so much, like the most unintelligent." sports fans will pull that thing out and act like it's the gospel of sports analysis. Well, cause they uh, don't know how it works. They, admittedly, they, I don't know how it works either, but I mean, but the, the, to say that they have a 60% chance to win is like, they're three, like a four point favorite or something like that. Like that Florida would be a favorite. And right now, yeah, they're Florida is a one point favorite on Kim Pom. Right. I if mean, I'm not mistaken, like the BPI takes in like, at least off the get-go, and maybe like once it once it gets to certain criteria, it'll level out. But I thought I was under the impression that like at least in the beginning of the year, November, December, that it would take in previous stats. Yeah, yeah. And UK being freshman heavy would always just get like crushed by the BPI. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's how it works. And 
Yeah. So like, I mean, you have in order to come up with metrics, you have to use numbers. They use pass production. When you don't have pass production, you stink in it. So yes, that's mm-hmm. another reason why it's it's not the gospel. Um, uh, all, all of these, it's just it's just a good it's just a tool to use to handicap. It's not the end all be all. Uh, Kentucky finished twenty second in SP pluses. Uh, they'll probably do one more up uh, update after the national championship, but twenty um, second the power ratings, one spot ahead of Clemson. Kentucky felt like a top 25 football team that just didn't win its toss-up games. They only won one of them. They should have they won one or two more. They're a top 25 team in the polls and an eight or a nine-win team. So is that coaching or is it just missing the mark a bit on talent? Yeah, which we can debate all year, but I, I do think some of it is Kentucky won a lot of 50-50 games early on. They haven't won as many as of late. Why is that the case? You know. We can debate. We'll have so much time to talk football, but like, you know, this whole season, we can argue about getting another offensive lineman, defensive back, all those. Like, it sounds like UK is doing a good job in the portal and at least, you know, knows what they need to address. None of it matters if if Brock isn't a good quarterback, though. Like, so much of everything just falls back on, like, you know, and he's got to be better than Devin Leary. If he's worse than Devin Leary, UK can be better in a lot of positions, Roush, and it's not going to matter. If he's better than Devin Leary, well, let's just hope that he is. A texture? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just hope that he is. Yeah. Uh, they weren't even – they weren't everywhere after the game. Uh, mine the was gone when I got to my seat. Someone had grabbed a few kindly and gave me one afterwards. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the people stealing them off the seats, it was brutal. It was a real dog-eat-dog world out there. Certainly Big blue – Big Blue Bud, yeah, easier said than done. He tweets into the show. Make sure you're following him, at Big Blue Bud. Yeah, those sack pack dudes are silly, man, especially the goober who said that. It was Wildcat Tongue who said that. Um, just to be clear, which member of the sack pack said that UK would lose three or four games in the SEC. I don't think it'd be four in today's SEC. I do think it'd be probably two, though. A texter says, we'll be undefeated or lose one or two. We're great, and we're still improving. I love that. If this team goes like 16 and 2 in conference with its road schedule that it has. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna lose my poop. And, like but, and honestly, it shouldn't I don't want to say it shouldn't surprise us, but they're capable of it. Like this they're capable of it. And that's why um to your point earlier in the show, TJ, like I don't a lot of a lot of people have their guards up because they've been hurt as of late. And like you said, it's okay to fall back in love again. Hopefully, tomorrow we get another 90-point performance um, and the Cats just dominate the Gators. It could be, could be a fun, fun game. I wonder how I will react moving forward when this UK team loses. Obviously, how and the manner of which, how the game's played, how they look, that's going to play a big role in my analysis. But, like, I, I go one of two ways on some sometimes on this sort of stuff, where on the one hand, I'm going to feel like this team probably shouldn't be losing a lot of games. They're too talented. You may legitimately have five first-rounders, maybe more. Who knows? Like, you shouldn't lose a lot of games with this team. On the flip side, Roush, I may be a little bit more understanding just because, or I don't know if understanding is the right word. I, I may just, I may not care as much because I'm going to, realize this team's potential in March. So I won't care if they lose January 6th in Gainesville. Remember, we're storming the NCAA Capitol tomorrow. Um, free Big Z. Till it's backwards. Oh, man. 
but uh, but like I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I, I don't want to find out, obviously, but I'm curious where like where I'm gonna go when they lose. Obviously, how the game's played probably gonna dictate it. But like yeah. on the one hand, this team shouldn't be losing a lot of games, Cal. Yeah. They're too good to be doing that. On the other hand, a loss or two every year, you know, like a road loss, they happen. All the you know, some of the best teams lose games on the road. It's not the end of the world. And if you end up getting like a three seed, not the end of the world either. But this team should probably be a one seed. This team probably should be no worse than a two seed. So I'm going to be pretty conflicted if they don't take care of business. Mm-hmm. Um, are we at the one that says that's a tough road schedule? We are. At, at Arkansas is always fun. Second best SEC basketball fan base. Boo pig fooey. Yeah, yeah, they um, are definitely the second best SEC basketball fan base, and, and I think there's probably a pretty significant drop off after that. And Tennessee Kentucky's would be third. Played very well there at Bud Walton too. They they've just keep ripping their hearts out. It's it's wonderful to see. Absolutely love it. They hate us so much. <laughs> Someone has to sell some different ads for the between the hour break. My heavens, this guy's voice stinks. Whose voice? It's mine. Yeah, I, I think it. it was. They're probably talking about my commercial. Potential golfers. Jamal Murray is the correct answer. His team was just missing a consistent big guy in scale. Uh, if only the Kari Johnson would have hung around for another year. Yeah, but, but Jamal Murray, I just, I think he's kind of like the worst of Monk and Wall from the electricity standpoint. Like he wasn't as good of a scorer as Monk. I mean, that that's debatable, I guess. And he could dunk on people. I think that South Carolina game, he caught a body, but he wasn't cramming. He wasn't cramming left and right. He was trying to get to the foul line. And then, um, but he had the bow and arrow though. That was cool. I love Jamal Murray. He's like he really, you know, if that team makes a deeper run, he may be one of my favorite cats of all time. Um, Dakari Johnson should have came back, big dog. A texter says, "Bang bang, choo choo train." Hearing Scoots talk about the cats players glowingly makes. One think he may actually be a Cats fan now. He's talked Ooh. about that he's kind of partial blue. I am. Yeah. He's purple. I mean, I with don't that, with, I watch I watch more Kentucky athletics than Gil does, and he's an Indy or he's a Kentucky fan. So Wow, suck it, Gil. Yeah. And Gil doesn't listen to our show, which cracks no, me up all the time. Never. I mean, it's a UK sports radio show. He's a UK fan. His roommate is a huge part of this, and he just couldn't care less. Oh, he listens to music on the way to work. I, say we, their own. Crap. I say we beat the crap out of Gil. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Beat him up. Yeah. We're going to, he gets home from, and it's been a long day in Sellersburg, and all three of us are just in the, the man cave room, or what do you call it? The man den? Man cave, yeah. The man, man, cave, yeah, man okay. room. I think we called it yeah, man the, room. Yeah. We're just waiting in the man room. <laughs> Texter says, what's a game? Same as a game? A game? Another texture says, Gil could be your religion. <laughs> I hope we bring our awe game to Gainesville. When you and Gil move to separate places, losing my religion could be the song of the compilation video. Maybe somebody, <laughs> maybe some everybody hurts too. Director chair decision. <laughs> when do you think you all would go your separate ways? Um, I mean, probably eventually when one of us gets a, a woman. I don't, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. 2024 is the year, baby. <laughs> Thanks for the at Big Blue Blood suggestion. Don't forget to follow first. No, okay. Yep. Right. Yep. Good, try. Yep. Good try. Good try. Ugly way to try to end the week, though, Texter. Oh, it's the 414 number. You've had a rough day. You've had a rough day. A lot of texts. 
lot of texts. Shake it off, be better next week. Let's make predictions for the Cats versus Gators in Gainesville. Scoots, go ahead. It is going to be 84-75. Cats are going to win pretty comfortably in this one. And Rob Dillingham will be your MVP. Roush? This is a 90-point game. I'm feeling it in my bones. 92 Kentucky to 82 Florida Gators. Probably a buffer zone game throughout most of it. High scoring. And uh, give me Reed. Why not? Let's, uh, let's make it a Reed Shepard game. You're you're right near me. I'm going 91-86. Kentucky gets the win. Some late free throws kind of seal the deal. And uh, and it's going to be an up and down game. UK is going to be up at times. They're going to be down at times. Then they're going to get back up. And then they're going to get back down. Be ready for it. It's going to be an emotional roller coaster. A dude, the arrow, your MVP. This is a game made for a dude. Be ready for it. Double double machine coming hope, from a dude tomorrow. Plays. Everybody, I can't wait for Monday's show. Uh, yeah, and hope he plays, assuming that he's healthy. General soreness. He's a tough. He's a tough one to crack. This is KRC on Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday.